The Yak Legion Podcast and the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Podcast are sponsored by the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail. You can reach them at BuckeyeKayakFishingTrail.com. Strictly Sail in Blue Ash, Ohio. Reach out to Brian for all your Hobie needs at 513-984-1907. And American Tackle Company. You can find them at americantackle.us. You're listening to the Yak Legion Podcast. I'm Zach Carell, and tonight we have a special episode, the Ultimate Kayak Catfishing Podcast. Uh, I know that was the title of our last podcast where we had that epic roundtable. Uh, we had uh, Ron Hemmerhaver on, Anthony Waldridge, uh, Austin Harding, and Kayak Mike. That was an awesome episode. Uh, we have Kayak Mike on again tonight, and uh, we're going to introduce a new podcast segment or a new podcast altogether, a part of Yak Legion Network. Uh, we don't have quite have a name for it yet, but uh, right now it's the Ultimate Kayak Catfishing Podcast, and we are going to cover uh, catfishing all around the country, um, based out of here in Ohio. Uh, of course, Yak Legion here is here in Cincinnati. Uh, Mike is a Cincinnati guy and a cat fisherman. He fishes a lot of these local rivers and lakes around here for catfish and uh, fishes for a little bit of everything, but um, he's kind of making a name for himself down here for the catfish, that's for sure. So uh, it's an honor to have him. Uh, make sure you follow Yak Legion on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and uh, about all your social media outlets. Of course, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and many more most popular podcast apps you can find Yak Legion on. So, uh, how's it going tonight, Mike? You out there on the bank fishing? Yep, I'm out here bank fishing. I uh, I am Mr. Mom this week, so I had a babysitter volunteer for tonight and Wednesday. Wednesday, I play in my adult baseball league, and then tonight I figured, you know, I have a limited amount of time to fish. No point in taking the kayak out, so, plus I knew I was going to be on the podcast. I didn't want to, you know, risk putting myself in a situation where I couldn't talk. Oh, 100%, man. At least you got some good internet service down there on the riverbank. And there's some places here in Ohio that it's, you know, it's, it's completely dead. Yeah, yeah. Down here, I've actually had a lot of good luck. There has not been a river or lake yet that I haven't had good service on. So, knock on wood, man. Wow, great. Go out to Shawnee, Shawnee State Forest. <laughs> you won't have surface for miles and miles and miles. It's kind of nice. Anytime I want to get away from society and social media and uh, the burdens of technology, uh, go camping out Shawnee and <laughs> you'll get away from technology. That's for sure. So catfishing, man. Catfishing has been on my mind quite a bit this summer. and We've covered it quite a bit, but I wanted to step it up, man. I wanted to step up the podcast game. And I wanted to introduce a new show to Yak Legion. Uh, right now, we're basically going to operate maybe once every two weeks. We might try to get a podcast out, of, out every week. Just depends on what's going on. Uh, what are, what exactly are you wanting to cover with this podcast? And uh, how? Um, what are some some suggestions do you have for the future for this podcast? So I'm thinking every single time I log in, um, not log in, but do the podcast with you, I don't think there's anyone else out there doing any kind of tournament updates. And in the catfishing world for kayak catfishing, there's really only two spots you can get tournaments online right now. Um, well, two spots that I'm aware of. You got TCKA on Tourney X. And then for this region, you have kayak and cats. I'm not really aware of too many other places doing anything. So I want to uh, promote all those anglers and get results out there weekly, get standings out there weekly. Cause there's a month, there's two or three different month long tournaments going on in TCKA alone. Kayak and cats has a month long tournament. Kayak and cats has a in-person tournament out in Kentucky. Um, TCKA has a channel cat tournament for half the month every month tcka this month is having a team tournament that you and i are probably going to participate in as a team 
So oh, yeah. there's a lot of great stuff and a lot of great anglers out there that um, their only real promotion right now is their own YouTube channel or the things that they post on their own on Facebook. So uh, hopefully we get uh, we get more people out there and more recognition and, you know, more people are finding these guys other than just them trying to promote themselves. Oh, 100%, man. They're not getting enough promotion. And that's what Yak Legion's here for. We're going to start giving, putting the spotlight on these guys. You know, it's really something pulling a big catfish up on a kayak. You know, we've covered bass fishing on the podcast for so long. And, you know, there's a lot of work. There's a lot of skill and a lot of effort that goes into every type of fishing that you do. And, um, you know, there's a lot of big differences between catfishing and, and the bass fishing world. But, man, just something amazing about watching these guys pull these giant freaking catfish onto these small, tiny kayaks, man, that the catfish almost looks like the size of the kayak, man. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, what's, we're going to spotlight these guys. And uh, I'm really looking forward to everything that's come, going to come out of this podcast. And we're going to come up with a name for it, so <laughs> stay tuned for that. But right now, it's going to be the Ultimate Kayak Catfishing Podcast. Uh, so I know TCKA, they have a new Ohio chapter, right? Yeah, so TCKA is trying to branch out. Um, I'm not an administrator, so anything I say is uh, really from a, a competitor and high level, a high-level standpoint. They have a lot of individual state branches. Um, Ohio is starting this summer. I fished in their first one up there at East Fork Lake. I believe Illinois, Indiana. Um, I want to say North Carolina has their own chapter now too. Tennessee for sure has their own chapter. Tennessee's kind of the heart of all catfishing in America. I know they have their own chapter. They do a trail series, which is specific to that state only. Uh, and those are in-person events. And every single month they have a solo state event in all these states as well. So let's say you're gun shy about participating in those national tournaments. Like let's say you even don't want to do the slot tournament because you don't feel like the competition level is very fair. Every month there's a one day Saturday tournament that involves only your state or states similar to your state. If there's not enough uh, competition, like for instance, my tournament, my Ohio tournament last or this past weekend became Ohio and Pennsylvania we have similar fish sizes, so we got combined. They, they're not going to combine like Ohio and Tennessee. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yes, you can have a good day in Ohio, but facts are facts, sizes are sizes. You know, your average day up here isn't going to be your average day down in Tennessee. So that's, a, that's another great way to compete out here, on the, out here in the trails. Yeah, pull your mic away from your uh, away from your face when you talk a little bit more. Oh my bad. <laughs> I actually I had it close because I thought you might not have been, a barge was going by. I thought it might have been hard to hear me. Yeah, we're getting a little static there. It's all good, but uh, yeah, man, it's hard to compete with like Tennessee if you're up here in Ohio, and uh, you know we get a lot of good competitors up here, the good cat fishermen. It's going to force a lot of these cat fishermen to go on the Ohio River, and I think that's where catfishing um in ohio is going to end up uh kayak catfishing in ohio um just to just to compete man because there's some big catfish out there in the ohio river but it's also a dangerous river and a, a very active river and uh, I, I think it's going to we're going to see a lot more people on the big river don't you think yeah definitely and then especially uh, uh during summer pool because i've been out on the ohio uh two or three times now the last couple weeks, um, and I felt pretty safe, especially at night. Especially at night, I felt pretty safe. When it's at summer pool and the current's not that bad, um, it's not that bad of a river to be on a kayak on. Now, you got to pick and choose your times correctly. You can't be going Saturday, 1 o'clock, 95 degrees. You're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all there is to it. So... <laughs> um, but other than that, man, I like the night fish. I like to night fish Ohio, the Ohio River. It's super. I'm getting hit. Hold on one second. <laughs> I know that's one of my favorite things. Uh, when I, that's one thing that comes to mind when I think about catfishing, 
is uh, sitting on the bank at night and watching your rods. Of course, I've used bells on my rods. I've used glue sticks. And, you know, you sit there, maybe drink a few beers and you know, maybe have the wife and the kids there and uh, really enjoy yourself. That's what I grew up doing. That's the kind of type, the type of catfishing I grew up doing. Uh, of course, I got into ca uh, kayak fishing and I got into bass fishing pretty hardcore. And uh, but I'm getting back to my roots. Go back to my catfish roots a little bit. And, uh, mm -hmm. I'm back. I'm back. It, it was. I think. Uh, I think a big fish just swam into my line because it it went screaming, but my bait didn't have any kind of bites. Man, what are you using for bait out there? So I netted a bunch of shad and a bunch of skipjacks, but I'm, I was getting guard to death. And a little trick that I have, um, if you want to, if you're getting guard and you don't really want to keep on moving your fishing spot, then bring a non-traditional bait like your chicken. Because for me, in my experience, you know, maybe other people have gar, chicken eating gar elsewhere. In my experience, gar really don't eat chicken. So yeah, you might not be getting hits often but chicken your chickens your chicken livers your unconditional or your non-traditional baits uh you're more than likely only going to catch a catfish on those baits so yeah i, I, have, I i'm I sorry tend go ahead to agree with you no, i was just saying i tend to agree with you i've caught turtles on chicken livers before um, yeah. I've actually caught a little bit of everything on chicken lender, chicken. I can't talk tonight. Chicken livers, uh, white bass, um, all kinds of channel cats, turtles, uh, largemouth bass. It's kind of like a wax worm. You catch a little bit of everything sometimes. Really? You know, I tell you what, I catch on guards. If I'm down there on the river and I'm and I'm throwing anything shiny, like any kind of crankbait or lipless uh, lipless rattle trap. Anything that's got silver on it or anything shiny, and uh, they'll grab onto that sucker, and I'll bring them up to the side of the kayak, and they'll finally come off at the side of the kayak. <laughs> yeah. It's like every, yeah. every you get into a spot of them, uh, uh, it's like every couple casts you'll end up catching one, and they're a pain in the ass. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. I got a, I don't know, I have a, a kind of a trick to avoid them if you start getting hit. Um, so I guess this is a little, a little tip. A lot of times when you're fishing and you're suspend fishing or bank fishing, you want to move upstream with your baits as you move. If you're going to move, you want to move upstream with your baits because the scent trail that you created has gone downstream. And if anything was coming up to your scent trail, if you then move downstream, you might have just lost the fish. You might have just went over top of it and it's no, now it's just chasing an empty trail. If you go upstream then you are keeping the trail. Your scent trail is continuing to go downstream, which is good. Now, if you're getting gar hit a lot, do the inverse of that. Yes, you might, have, you might lose a catfish or two that's been chasing your scent up, but you're going to lose all those gar that you just pulled up the river because the scent's yeah. not going to go up the river. The scent's going to go down the river. Well, that's an interesting strategy, man. So what are the conditions you're in right now? So are you fishing some pretty swift current right there? No, no. The, the Ohio where I'm at isn't bad at all. I'm kind of regretting not bringing my uh, not bringing my kayak because of how easy it is. Yeah. Gotcha. E so I even know, at uh, Nodal, I was surprised. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, now I wanted to just kind of turn this over to you. I know you had some stuff prepared that you want to talk about tonight, and I just wanted to kind of introduce you and uh, talk with you a little bit. And uh, This is going to be Mike's show, and uh, I'll be here to help out every once in a while, but um, you're going to be taking number one spot here, man. So uh, go on ahead, man. I appreciate you all your help. Uh, thanks for everybody for listening, and uh, here's Kayak Mike, man. All right. All right. So the first thing I want to do is I want to get into the tournament scene. The two turn or the two tournament scenes that I'm part of kayak and cats and TCKA. Uh, I'm a little more part of kayak and cats. That is a member run, um, tournament. So Anthony Waldridge, uh, I believe his wife's name's, do you hear that? That's a, Oh, that might've been a catfish. 
whatever. If I don't, you know what I'm going to do? If I don't get a continuous hit for like 10 seconds, I'm not, I'm not going to break me myself talking. Actually, he's still on there. One second. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Waldridge and Kayla Waldridge, they run a kayak and cats tournament there, there in Kentucky. Uh, great guy. Anthony's been on here before. Uh, they're pretty interesting to follow on social media. Uh, <laughs> I think Mike's got a fish here, so we're going to take a little break and uh, take a commercial break. You'll hear a word from our sponsor. Thanks for listening, and we'll be right back. Now a word about all the awesome companies who support the Yak Legion podcast. Venom Lures. Venom Lures in Lancaster, Ohio, is known for their great soft plastics and terminal tackle. They have been providing quality products from right here in Ohio since 1984. Mr. Dustin Carnes is the new owner of Venom Lures and inventor of the DK rig. It's a weedless version of the Ned rig that's taking the fishing world by storm. Check them out at VenomLures.com. Strictly Sailing Kayak. Strictly Sailing Kayak is located on Kenwood Road in Blue Ash, Ohio. They sell Hobie, New Canoe, Feel Free, Three Waters, and Johnny Boat Kayaks. They have been providing high-quality service to fishermen and watercraft enthusiasts since 1978. Reach out to Brian Tacey at 513-984-1907 or check them out at strictlysailinc.com. American Tackle. American Tackle, the inventors of the microwave line guide system, sells a variety of terminal tackle and fishing lures along with custom rods and accessories. You can find them at americantackle.us. The Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail. It's the biggest kayak fishing trail in Ohio and holds fishing events all over the Buckeye State. Check out their website at buckeyekayakfishingtrail.com. And that's for more information and details. Come out and fish with us, y'all. Hey, thanks everyone for listening to the podcast and all the support. You can follow Yak Legion on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and all of those can be found at the Yak Legion Podcast. You can email us with any questions at the Yak Legion Podcast at gmail.com. We have Yak Legion decals for sale on the Facebook page. Every decal sold, guys, goes a long way to support the podcast. Don't forget to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll give you a shout-out on, on the podcast to say thanks for all the support. OPH Outdoors. OPH Outdoors is a local Ohio Anglers YouTube channel. Learn all the tips and tricks from fishing Ohio's waters, along with seeing some of the fish Ohio has to offer. From fishing footage to seasonal based fishing knowledge, OPH Outdoors has videos for every Ohio angler. And supported by Bold North Outdoors. Check out their battery packs and their solar panels at BoldNorthOutdoors.com. And we're back with Kayak Mike on the Ultimate Kayak Catfishing Podcast. At least that's what we're calling it right now. Uh, sorry, we had some technical difficulties there. Uh, I think there's some gar hitting your line. Uh, Mike's down there on the riverbank right now catfishing, uh, recording this podcast. So <laughs> I think you reeled in his lines for right now. Uh, go ahead, Mike. I know you, you started your podcast here. You started your segment. <laughs> kind of got interrupted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably next time I do this, I probably won't be on the river. Uh, just for anybody listening, getting a little annoyed with my gar bites every now and then. So, But yeah, I wanted to start talking about the um, catfishing tournaments out of the kayak. The one that I'm more, most involved in is the Kayak and Cats tournament. Uh, that is the Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky tournament only. I Maybe even Pennsylvania, don't quote me, because I, I think there's a Pennsylvania fisherman in it this month, but... I don't want to quote unquote out them just in case it's like a down low thing, but we all have similar fish types. So it's, it's really competitive and it's a lot of fun this month. It is the five biggest fish of all the competitors. And the reason I say this month is the five biggest fish be is because the super unique thing about kayak and cats, they change their tournament format every single month. 
Um, I really, really like that. I enjoy that it's not the same old, same old five biggest fish every single month or one big fish and four fish under 30. And I'm not yeah. knocking that with TCKA. So TCKA, they are a bigger, more national brand. Well, they don't have a toy. With KBF. I'm sorry? And they're affiliated with KBF. Yeah, and they're affiliated with KBF. They have to be more structured. They don't have a choice. They have to follow a more strict guideline to get more of the national attention to come in. If you're ha hosting a national tournament, you can't be changing up your format every single month. You need consistency. The great thing about Kayak and Cats is it's regional. They don't need consistency, and all the members run the tournament. So I am just a member. Um, I'm not an administrator, but I run the leaderboard. There's a pin post where the competitors post their fish or they just post their fish to the uh, Facebook page. And then I'm just running an Excel spreadsheet. And the beautiful thing about that is it's 100% payback. There's no registration fee. I'm sorry. There's no fees being taken from your registration. It's 100% of whatever you put in goes back out to all the competitors, which is really neat. Um, so I wanted to go over the standings for all these tournaments that are going on. So the first one I'll go over is Kayak and Cats. Uh, I'll try and limit it to just the payout positions and then maybe shamelessly plug where I'm sitting. So uh, for Kayak and Cats currently, it's the five biggest fish. You got Mike Snelling sitting in for at first at 162 inches. His big fish is 47 inches. It is a monster flathead. Morgan McMillian, he's sitting at 160.5 inches. He's in second. And then you got Austin Harding in third place right now, sitting at 158 inches. Sitting at 158 inches. Um, those top three competitors, for our three states, that's averaging over 30 inch of fish. If you catch five fish in one month over 25 inches in our state, you had a good month. They are they have all caught five fish over 30 inches so far this month, which is incredible. Um, and then we also have, we have a big name in our tournament this month, Chris Souders. He's actually sitting in fourth place at 154.75 inches. And he did that in one day. So wow. he, um, yeah, he, uh, he's going to be, when he puts actual time on the water, he's going to be extremely competitive and, um, and tough to beat. And then my shameless plug is I'm actually sitting in fifth place at 143.75 inches. I have put in a decent amount of time. I just haven't fished big water a lot yet this month. I have done a lot of little Miami fishing, um, a lot of back Creek fishing. And I think I only fished big water two or three times. And then the one time I fished, it was all channel cats. I think the biggest was like 25 inches. So I am, I'm hoping to get up there, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. And then, a tournament that just finished, like I was saying earlier, TCK has their one-day state-long tournaments. Ohio and Pennsylvania got combined for their one day. And the first-place finisher there was Justin Fisher. And he had 100.5 inches, which is – that's amazing. He's a Pennsylvania boy. Uh, Chris Menaham, he had 88 inches, and he took second. And those were the payout positions. And then I – Cleaned up the back of the field pretty much. I was seventh out of uh, nine competitors. I had 46 and a half inches. My day went a little bit like this. First two casts, I caught a fish on each pole. Third cast, I had a monster of a hit. And uh, me and my buddy Mark are almost positive it was a flathead because my line never ran. My line never bent over. I was just reeling my pole and about to recast it. And there was a monster sitting at the end of the line. So we're assuming it was a flathead. We're fighting it. We're fighting it. And since I never actually saw the hit, the adrenaline wasn't there. I forgot to try and set the hook. He spit it halfway in. Wow. So unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, but even then, even if it was a 40 inch fish, which it probably wasn't, it still would have kept me out of the money. So it's not too depressing. The only thing that stunk was 12 more hours after that of just garbage. Um, yeah, that's rough, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, something I want to touch here a little bit when, oh, wow, I'm getting a hit on my chicken that is literally two feet in the water. That was funny. I reeled in all my lines. My chicken's literally sitting two feet in the water and my line's being pulled out. <laughs> wow. All right, whatever. I'm just going to let it go. It's probably, 
I'm guessing it's a turtle. Um, so something I want to mention about Chris, and I feel bad for Chris. So when I'm running the Kayak and Cats leaderboard, I peek into all of the TCKA tournaments to try and catch the other fish of the competitors that I know double up and triple up in all these tournaments. Chris is in Kayak and Cats tournament, and he's he did the one day, but he forgot to use the identifier for Kayak and Cats. Oh, wow. So all of, his, all of his fish, and he doesn't have any fish, and he's in the same boat I am. We have young children. There's no guarantee we get the fish. So I feel really bad, but that's one of those things that just you can't let slide. You know what I mean? So those, oh, yeah. you know, that 88 inches of fish, unfortunately, is not going to count towards his kayak and cat score. <laughs> so just uh, I just wanted to throw that out there to anyone who's thinking about competing. Always remember your identifier for all of your tournaments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and make sure they're written down correctly and on, on the right card. Uh, some kayak fishing tournaments uh, require specific identifiers. Uh, make sure that you got them written down correctly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make sure you got them written down correctly. They're clear. They're visible. Every now and then, you'll get like a a mud, like a piece of mud that slides on it. Especially if you end up having to bank fish, like if the weather becomes bad. You know, sometimes mud will slide over it, depending on which type of uh, identifier you're using. Um, I was going to talk about how to make an identifier, but that might be a good segment for down the road. So I'm going to hold off on that. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I just want to mention how I do it real quick. Is uh, okay. I just I do it real redneck, man. I use a, a plastic bag, like a sandwich Ziploc bag. Then I put my identifier in the bag, and then I put a um, like a one-ounce no roll sinker like a lead weight in there and uh, yeah, just a, that on your board and uh, with your fish but i'm not really measuring I, ha I don't have a whole lot of experience measuring like big catfish uh, you know usually when you're measuring bass even if it's a big bass you'll have some room on your board for your identifier and uh the little weight in there keeps it from blowing away in the wind <laughs> that's actually a great idea because I do mind this identical hillbilly way. The only difference is I don't put that weight in there, and I often have mine blow away. So yeah, I can't believe there. I never thought of that. <laughs> Such a simple fix. Yeah. Yeah, they're keeping blown away, and then you just sit it right down on your board. That's a great idea. Um, I will circle back to my experience on the – one day as well, I had a boater incident, and I just want to talk about some uh, some do's and don'ts and ways to avoid it. But I'll keep going through these current standings. Uh, the TCKA month long, which is just your five biggest fish. This month, there's only going to be one payout because I think there's only seven or eight competitors. Uh, so in first place right now is Jesse O'Neill with 201.75 inches, which means he's averaging over 40 inches of fish. Wow. And his one fish, which was 45 and a half inches, um, he mentioned that it may be over 70. I think he said it was 70 to 80 pounds. It was an absolute hog. If you go to Trophy Kayak Catfishing Anglers, their Facebook page, you can definitely find him and you just work your way up the chain. I believe he fishes for Team Cat Nippers. Don't quote me. Um, I know I should have wrote that down, but he has the video out there of him reeling it in. Four foot of water, 70 plus pound fish. Absolutely wow. insane. Yeah, That's just awesome. And then um, for your trophy. that, man. A 70 pound freaking catfish in your kayak. Yeah. That's heavier than my kayak dry. My, my kayak with no seat, 63 pounds. <laughs> like, and your life will go over your weight capacity. You better watch your weight capacity on your kayaks, y'all. You're going to reel yeah. in a big 70-pound blue cat or a big flathead. He's going to sink y'all butt. <laughs> yep. yep. And then not to mention, it's not, it's not always dead weight because if they start throwing a fit in your kayak, uh, if – if anyone knows Chris Souders and watched his kayak catfishing videos recently, he almost got tipped by a 40-pound blue. And he is in one of those Jacksons, and those things are tanks. Like, those things are hard to flip, and he almost got sent overboard by a 40-pound blue. And that's not a small fish, but that's smaller than the 70. If the 70 did that, it probably would have took him overboard completely. <laughs> Holy cow. 
I can only imagine, man, I've caught uh, one that was in 30-pound range, a flathead, and a lot of them in the 20-pound range. Man, when they start thrashing around, and I've had them in John boats and stuff, thrashing around on you, man, they can, they can put a hurting on you, especially guys with hooks in them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, sorry to interrupt your, your thing. Go on with No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, Trophy Catfish and Kayak Association, they or anglers. I always mess it up. Ron, you got to change your initials. TCKH, say, say that 10 times fast. It's so hard. But um, they also have a slot tournament, which is one fish any size, and it's four fish under 30 inches. Right now, I believe three places are paying out. So they have this gentleman who his YouTube channel is Green Machine Outdoors. Green is spelled G-R-N. Machine is M-C-H-N, I believe, outdoors. His name is Dan. I'm not even going to try pronouncing his last name. He's at 161.25 inches. His big fish is 44 and a half. Um, your second place is Brad Hodge at 157.25 inches. And your third place right now, who's also in kayaking cats, is Eric Japer, Eric Jacobs at 151.5 inches. I believe all three will be paid out, so I think it's uh, pertinent to say all their name. Something to mention about Eric Jacobs, too. He had a 38-inch flathead, and this is a tip on measuring a fish. When we reviewed the pictures, we could not inconclusively or conclusively tell if his lip was against the edge of the board. So for kayaking cats, we try really hard not to DQ a fish. We don't want to DQ a fish unless you are just like, like Chris's fish fish. We can't count those because there's no identifier. That's just, we, you know what I mean? They do everything they can to make everything count. So the gentleman, uh, Eric did everything correct, except we can't really tell if the bottom lip is touching the front of the bump board. So instead of DQing the fish, we made it 37.75. We just docked a quarter inch off. So I think that keeps all parties happy. And he also submitted that fish at 37.75 for um, TCKA. And I highly doubt it's going to get contested. So um, that's just another little trip. Make sure, make sure it's very obvious that the fish's lips are against the front of the board because luckily knock on wood for right now the catfishing scene doesn't have a lot of crying doesn't have a lot of complaining i have watched a handful of bass tournaments on youtube i have heard stories apparently every tournament at the end of the tournament all the competitors are going through those like top five placers and trying to find any excuse to tell the admins to dq fish so Luckily, we're in the like the baby stages of this whole tournament thing online. You know, let's let's make sure we get those pictures perfect. That way, if and when we do become huge, that doesn't become an issue. Have you have you experienced that? Like personally, have you experienced that on the bass scene? Well, yeah, um, that's what I was going to mention. We've talked a lot on the podcast on how to measure your fish correctly on like a catch board or a hog trowel for kayak fishing tournaments. Um, and that's an important thing. The lips, the bass has to be touching the bump board. The lips, the mouth has to be closed. Um, that might be hard with catfish, you know what I mean? But with bass, the mouth has to be closed. The lips have to be butted up against the board. Uh, you got to watch where your hand placement is. Uh, you can't be covering the gill plate. You can't be covering the tail with your hand. Uh, you can put your hand down on the bass, uh, sort of the midsection, uh, to keep him from jumping off the board. Uh, <clears throat> you can't pinch the tail. You don't pinch the tail of bass fishing. Let it, let it lay flat out, on, flat out on the board and make sure you got the identifier in your picture. Uh, make sure it's on from left to right, not right to left. You want your uh, bass to be facing your, uh, your left side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's the biggest difference in, in that than measuring a big catfish? Because a lot of the boards we use, uh, they're the smaller... Like, I think 30-inch or 27-inch is the biggest boards that we really use for bass fishing. And that's mainly hog trowels and catch boards. I know there's a big list of boards that are approved by KBF. And most of the bass fishing leagues that I fish, uh, we base, base our rules off of KBF. And like mm-hmm. the TCKA, they're basing their rules off of KBF. But I know that they had to alter those rules when it came to catfish. 
So what's co so what's the difference there? How do they alter those rules, and how do you measure a big catfish? So when you get a big catfish in, um, it actually it's really cool. It actually depends on the species as well. Essentially, any size channel or blue cat, you can get him to lay on his right side. The left eye needs to be in the picture. It needs to be clearly visible that their mouth is touching the front of the board. Uh, with us, it doesn't matter if their mouth is open or shut. And then um, a little difference for us is you want to get as much length as humanly possible. You are allowed to do anything you want to that fish without harming it, of course. Like, you're not cutting. I heard... I've heard in bass tournaments, people have cut tails off and, you know, put their hands there. And I just, that drives me insane. But back on topic, you could do anything you want and you're supposed to do anything you can to get the max amount of length out of the fish. Pinch the tail, you know, as long, but his face has to be on the front of the board and his tail has to be pinched and at the end. And they're not going to ding you if you don't pinch the tail unless you are in a slot tournament. Every now and then, those people in those, you know, 30-inch slot tournaments where it's one big fish and four fish under 30, they'll get a 31-inch fish, and they'll spread the tail, and they'll count it as 30. Mm -hmm. And I wish the judges were a little more picky on their slot tournament pictures, but I also have to be – what was the word I'm looking for? Um, you can't get too upset with kayak fishermen, especially now that I have measured a bunch of 30-plus-inch fish in the kayak. It is – if you're in a tough situation in your kayak, it's almost impossible to get to the edge of that fish. You kind of just have to accept where it lays. So I don't want to necessarily say people are, you know, intentionally cheating, but it is one of those, you know, sticky areas where how, you know, or can you really have a 30 inch fish if 30 inches is the slot, you know, some people are pinching the tail, some people aren't, but, uh, but yeah, the, the big differences are we're trying to get as much length as humanly possible. And you can do anything you want as long as that left eye is showing to get as much length as possible. And then your flatheads, they're a lot wider. So uh, the majority of the time, you're measuring them belly down. You still have to make sure that left eye is in the picture, but they're allowed to be belly down. You got to make sure their underbite is touching the front of that board. And then you're going to inevitably lose a little bit of length because when they're belly down, their tails don't go flat. So you have to try and flatten their tails as best as possible. I know my last five flatheads that I caught that were over 30 inches, I lost a half to a full inch on every single one because it was fight the fish until he decides to stay still and get the full inches or release him 10 minutes sooner. So yeah. I, would rather, I would rather get him back in the water 10 minutes quicker than fighting this fish for you know that extra half or full inch. So you come from the bass side. I, I don't really agree with pinching the tails because a lot of times you have to hold your hand down there to pinch the tails. It seems like it's real easy to just have a, you know, a fake tail cut off in your fingers and you're holding exactly. it down there. And there should be one set way to do it because not everybody pinches the tails when they take photos, but then I guess there's some people that do to get an extra half inch, an extra inch on their fish. So I just think they should stick to either one or or you know one or the other because with that, bass that fishing on the bass side you cannot pinch your tails like you have to lay that tail flat on the board and the like the longest part of that tail like you can have a tail and uh the top part of it be short and but then it comes down and then the end like the bottom part of his tail will be the longest part and you'll get like a an extra half inch or a quarter inch out of that tail but it's just the longest portion of that tail laying on the board Mm -hmm. So also with you guys, when you're pinching the tail, you kind of have to, are you also holding it at the same time? So when we pinch the tail on the catfish, you kind of, you pinch it and you just kind of leave it there and you go to your phone and your photo. And as long as the fish doesn't move, it typically stays pinched. So for bass, do they, do they stay still? And that's one advantage for us. We typically... Can take we don't pinch the tail with bass. We just leave the, the tail laying down on the board. Just leave the bass lay. You are allowed to have in your hand on their midsection to keep them from jumping off the board. Okay. And then, of course, you make sure your identifier's in the picture. Uh, then you got your phone out and you got the tourney X. Uh, most of our tournaments use tourney X. 
and you're pulling up the app, you take the picture, you submit the fish, make sure you got that picture taken with, make sure you got your fish measured correctly and your identifier in there. Submit that sucker and throw it back in the water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, did they ever to give you the explanation why yours is left eye, left eye, um, mainly why they have to do the left eye? We do the right, uh, yeah, that's the left eye. So when the fish is laying down, he's laying on from the left side to the right side. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not real sure on that, to be honest with you. Uh, that's just the standard, I guess. So there's uh, so for, for people who don't know, there's a few schools of thought. Uh, the first one is, you know, the whole point of these tournaments is to get these fish back in the water alive, um, mm-hmm. NCPR. Supposedly, uh, in biology, the majority of all creatures that are living are right dominant so your left eye is going to go um not blind what i forget the word i'm looking for your left eye is going to like pale out first it's a way for judges to tell if the fish was maybe dead or killed in the act of catching it in which case it would be disqualified also it's for uh unanimity if you're always doing it one way then you can't argue it um yeah. let's say and fish aren't they don't it's not like a thumbprint fish don't have the same print on one side of their body that they do the other you can catch a 30 inch fish spread its fins or its 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 tail and then flip them on his right side it looks like a completely different fish and then pinch his tail and now you have a 30 inch and a 31 inch fish so that's also a reason why they always want it to go one direction that way you can't ever get two different fish out of one fish so that's a neat little tidbit there. I found out that whole left eye thing the other day on the podcast with Ron, and then I looked into it a little more, and I found out it's because, you know, the majority of all species on the planet are right dominant. Um, that's good to know, man. So let's see here. And then that goes into TCK every month has a Channel Cat tournament. I don't believe it started yet. It's normally the back half of the month. It's the last... 10 or so days um i don't think it started yet and then the last tck fishing tournament is the team challenge in which you and i are probably going to participate yeah i plan on fishing that with you yeah at the end of this month the team challenge it's the 29th and the 30th it's the final weekend of the month of august one of your members can be a tcka member and the other member cannot have participated ever in a TCK event, or it could be two completely brand new people. Um, so awesome. I have, yeah, I participated in TCK before, but you have not. So you would be, I guess, I guess a good way to compare would be like a pro am. I guess I would be the quote unquote pro and you'd be the end cause you never did it. Not saying I'm a pro. I'm just trying to compare. I'm just trying to make a comparison for people to kind of, you know, understand what's going on. Um, and then each of us are going to get two fish. It's going to be our two biggest fish. And then it's going to be our combined two biggest fish. So it'll be four fish total. Any body of water, anywhere in the country, we could fish together. We could fish separate. It's a great opportunity for people to learn how to use Tourney X, to learn how to uh, use a different board. We use, um, back to the whole board situation, a lot of us use the musky bumper or the biggest catch board out there, which I believe is 48 inches for catch. And uh, I actually bought an extra bumper board just in case somebody wanted a tournament fish, but they were kind of wary on pulling the trigger because they didn't have a board. So you actually, you might be the first one who gets to use that board at the end of the month here. So it's a a brand new experience for everyone. Um, And yeah, a team name. I'm trying to think of a team name. We might just be the Yak Legion. I think that's a great team name. What do you think? Oh, yeah, Yak Legion. Anytime I've done Buddy Bass events, I've always done Yak Legion. <laughs> that works well, you know, We can go with whatever, man. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I look forward to that. You know, two fish, two people. Hell, man, we have the whole country. We might have to plan something big. I don't know. Yeah, we might, we might, we might have to go to the Ohio River. I was looking through the competitor list, too. There's a lot of really good guys, and um, I didn't see he had a teammate yet. But Spencer Bauer from River Certified is signed up. So I am really excited to see what he has in store because Spencer Bauer gets into a lot of giant. Oh, man. I think these guys, 
see me trying to talk into a phone and they just blasted their music. Do you hear it? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I saw Spencer Bauer from River Certified. I saw he entered. So I don't know if he has a teammate yet, if he's just waiting for one, but he pulls out monster flatheads, I believe, in Iowa. So it's going to be a really cool event and it's super cheap. It's $12 a person. So I don't know where else you can go in a country to get into a tournament for 12 bucks. Oh, no, no, for sure. Oh, do, do you have to be a KBF member to fish the TCKA events? This one, that's a great, I was actually going to bring that up. This one, you do not. They are trying to get people into this tournament, and you do not have to be a KBF member to fish this team challenge because it's a way they're trying to promote their league. The regular TCKA events, yes, you do have to be a KBF member. Uh, TCKA is part of KBF. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, yeah, it's fifty dollars a year. I think is for a competitor. Uh, I've gotten it before. I actually didn't get it this year. Didn't compete in any KBF events, but uh, yeah, it's a so definitely take that into consideration. And if you're kind of on the fence about catfishing and kind of wondering if you really want to get into it, uh, sounds like this tournament at the end of the month is uh, is a great way to to get into it and kind of see how you feel about it. Uh, where can people find information for for it, Mike? If you go to Tourney X and look at the group Trophy Catfish Kayak Anglers and click on that group, you'll find everybody, uh, everything there. All the tournaments will be on the right-hand side. Um, all the members will be there in the middle. Not everyone who fishes has clicked on becoming a member. So there's like seven of us, but there's like 40 that participate monthly. So if you see there's only seven members, that's not actually a good um, showing of how many members there actually are that participate. So, yeah, uh, go to your Tourney X app or go online. I actually, I'm probably one of the only people who does the majority of this stuff on my computer and actually not on my phone unless I'm actually on the river. So it's a lot easier to navigate on your computer if you ha if computer is an option. Yeah, um, I, uh, I usually just use it on my phone. And be mindful that uh, Tourney X has had a lot of updates, so you might yep. want to update your Tourney X app or... Uh, I know the last big update, they told us to, to delete the app altogether and then re-download it. Mm -hmm. So if you're having any problems with it, I would just delete the app and re-download it. And, you know, you can always use it on the browser, too. I've had problems with the app in the past with bass tournaments, uh, especially some locations where you didn't have very good service or you had spotty service. Uh, it gets kind of hard. So it seems like my browser would work better in some situations. So a lot of your cell phones have a browser feature. So yep. if, if your app's not working, jump on the browser on your phone, sign in. You can actually submit fish through the browser. Yep, yep. So that's a little tip for anybody. I know for Attorney X, you know, all these apps can be frustrating. And it, it is a hard thing to do. They manage a lot of tournaments. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of fish being submitted and going through. There's a lot of data going back and forth and problems arise <laughs> but i've been pretty satisfied with tourney x i fished the majority of my tournaments are tourney x tournaments yeah i i've had no issues with the actual app the only issue i've ever had it was the first trail stop for ohio tcka and i believe the administrator just forgot to turn one setting on which was preventing all of us from submitting our fish and the moment they turned on a setting we were able to all submit our fish but that I don't think that I don't even think that you can consider that an app issue. I think that was uh, uh, an administration issue, which um, you know they fixed immediately. And that's another great thing about TCKA. And I'm not comparing it to any other tournament. I'm just I'm just uh, giving them praise. We messaged them. We're like, hey, we can't submit fish, and they had it fixed almost immediately. No one was complaining. You know, it, it was a it's a great little community. Um, where you're not getting the people out here really trying to, what's the word I'm looking for? They're not trying to like, they're not cutthroat quite yet. So if you're looking to be competitive, but not looking for people to like try and rip your throat out yet, uh, trophy catfishing is definitely a good way to, good way to start your competitive tournament fishing out of a kayak. Oh yeah. It's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun. So you catch anything else down there tonight? <laughs> no, 
No, it's literally all been garden turtle hits. I actually reeled in that piece of chicken breast that I had because I was I can't believe something came up and pulled it out. So I'm just like, I don't I didn't want any distractions. I I haven't had baits in the water for at least a half hour now. Oh, at least you. a half hour. Well, I'm excited for the podcast, man. And you know, I think there's a lot of stuff to cover. There's a lot of interesting guys. Uh, I want to do a lot of interviews on here, and uh, you know, you're going to be the lead man for this. And I appreciate you coming on and helping Yak Legion and helping us grow and uh, lots more to come. And uh, I'm going to think I'm going to do a bass episode later this week. So y'all keep an eye out for that. Uh, you have anything else for us tonight, Mike? No, no, that uh, that covers all of the tournaments. Um, when we do this podcast going forward, I'm going to try and go over some tackle, uh, go over some tips some safety and then every tournament I'm going to try and make, or every podcast I'm going to try and make sure I get at least the leaderboards out there. I probably not as in depth as I went tonight, but at least the payouts and, you know, give a rundown that way people don't have to go find it. They can just come right here and find out who's winning what. Yes, sir. That's the way to dare, man. <laughs> and we'll have some episodes going into the how-tos and whatnots of kayak, kayak catfishing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you can follow my Kayak Mike on YouTube. He's got a YouTube channel. It's just called Kayak Mike. He's also on Facebook. And don't forget to follow Yak Legion. You just went muted. You just muted yourself. Sorry, we got cut off there at the end. Uh, don't forget to follow Yak Legion on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Yak Legion, the Yak Legion podcast. Uh, thanks again, Mike, for coming on. I look forward to our new podcast segment. Sorry for any technical difficulties tonight. Uh, you know, anytime anybody's on the, out fishing and they're trying to do Skype on the uh, on their phone and talk to me and do a podcast, it kind of gets 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 uh, gets hard sometimes. So, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Tight lines. Good night.